0: Are you not entertained? Thoughts by the Vildia the podcast. Are you ready to get into the mind of the Vildia? Yeah. Are you ready to dive into the thoughts of the Vildia? Yeah. Let's do this without further ado. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by DeVille Diada Podcast. Today, is Wednesday, so you know what it is. I got a special guest in the building with me. Today, we're going to be talking with entrepreneur, uh, author. You do some modeling, too, don't you? I
1: used to do modeling. Used to
0: do some modeling, Golden Beauty. How you doing, Golden Beauty? I am
1: doing well.
0: How about yourself, sir? I'm doing amazing. So, First off, before we get into the talk about your business and uh, your upcoming book, uh, let's get into a little bit of your background. Where where are you from? Are you from Atlanta? I
1: am not. Originally, I am from Connecticut, from Bridgeport. Shout out to the 203 in the building.
0: Okay, okay. So how did you find yourself in, in Georgia?
1: Well, it was one of those hard hood stories of... Uh-oh. Just didn't want to be in like Connecticut anymore. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to be in Connecticut anymore. I was tired of the fights and the drama, the killing, shootings, and I want a better life for my daughter. So one day I just decided just to leave my apartment, pack one suitcase for me and my daughter. She was two at the time. Wow. And just moved to Atlanta. Just, didn't know anybody here. Didn't have anybody here.
0: Just up and did it. Just up
1: and left. Left everything. Left my whole house. Left my, left, 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 left everything. And just started over here.
0: Well, it seems like it worked out for you so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's worked out. It came a long way.
0: Did you Did you have any, uh, like, what was it like? How did it, what was it like, like, the fear or the feeling knowing? Because I moved here, too. Uh, only person I had here was my brother. How was? How did you deal with, like, that anxiety of just leaving everything you knew behind to go start over? I
1: actually, I didn't have an anxiety. I was mm-hmm. 20 at the time, so... You know, I've always been, like, not, i was never been fearful of change or anything new. I've always just kind of just did it yeah. and had faith in myself that we were going to do it. And then not even, I didn't have fear of failure either mm-hmm. at the time when I was younger. You know, I was just.
0: Just ready, said go.
1: Yeah, really risky, just did anything. So when I moved here, I, you know, I, I have. I've, I've always had a street mentality. I'm, uh-huh. I'm very educated, but I've always had that street mentality. Like, I'm going to get money and eat somehow. Yeah. I'm going to hustle up something. We're going to eat. We're going to be good. I'm going to make sure we find a place. You know? And that's what I did. I just I just did it. The very second day, I started booking for Milan. did photo shoots, did print work, did runways, and I started getting paid. I, I didn't waste any time when I got here.
0: Yeah, some, somebody told me once before, they was like, you don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need some balls. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to get up and get to it. Yeah. So let's get into your business. Fetish. Yes, what, is, what is fetish about?
1: So fetish is about sexual empowerment and self-love and just, you know, just being, being positive. You know, not, not letting anyone tell you the things that you like are weird or yeah. gross or... You shouldn't do that because, you know, like I said, in the black community, there's a lot of sexual shaming and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, you know, double standards for women. And then, you know, and there's some for men. Um, So it's more so of just being true to who you are and standing in what it is that you like of who you are and not letting anyone, you know, give you anything negative to say about your sexual preference.
0: Why do you think it is that we have... Like such a stigma against sex and self love, hint hint, in the black community. Why do you think it's so? It's such a such a touchy subject for people.
1: Well, for one, we were just raised to be hard. We were just raised to just be hard people and really angry. So, and all that this comes into play where our our parents raised us to just have a certain dislike towards certain types of sex or just we're always judged so it's like we we're always we're always guarded yeah and it happens to just trickle on and, onto everything that we do
0: yes yeah, so I, re- I remember coming up like i'm from the I'm, i was born in the 80s so in like the 90s during high school and prior to high school like st- stuff that is is regular now like oral sex yeah. It was a big, it was like, you don't, if a woman did that, she was a hoe. Yep.
1: It was a big ill of that.
0: And if a guy did it, he was a weirdo. Mm-hmm. It was just, you didn't. But at the end of the day, everybody was really doing it. It's just right. nobody would admit to it. And they would
1: not admit to it.
0: So, so like, why do you think, it, oh, I asked you why you think it is. But uh, uh, what made you want to be the person to try to kind of bring some light to this to try to, try to normalize it or make it make people more comfortable what made you want to be the one to do that
1: i've always been a sexual person um i've always been intrigued and interested in this learning about the art of sex Mm -hmm. my my whole life and then a lot of my friends my family they do come to me they'll ask me you know questions or we talk about it we laugh and joke about it or i'm you know i get asked you know what's the new trip that you have now you know so I feel like since people are comfortable talking to me about sex, I figure I do it all the time anyway. So just, you know, why not? Why not make it public for the world to see and you know and kind of get, you know, hopefully I can touch some people and, you know, make them feel happy about or positive or feel good about what they like. And, you know, cause I feel like I'm easy person to talk to.
0: So have, have you always been comfortable with your sexuality or, or was it ever a time where you felt like you had to kind of suppress it or?
1: Yeah. I felt like I had to suppress it, um, sometimes in my, in some of my relationships and I always used to care about what people think. I've always cared about what my parents think and I've got to a point where, you know, those respect to y'all, but I don't care. Um, and I do know that, you know, my parents, they do accept me for who I am and, you know, I just figured you know i'll just be that person just to talk about it
0: so like what what was it like what 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 was the the i guess things that you were into or wanted to experiment with that the your people in your relationship the guys or or did you feel like they might be kind of shaky about
1: well being being dominant
0: um you like type people up and stuff
1: yeah yeah yeah. you know they let me but um just being dominant i know that men like to be dominant in the bedroom but i feel like sometimes give a little room to let the lady be a little dominant and kind of let her do what it is that she wants to do and you know of course with permission Mm -hmm. you know she has to you know ask you know what does he want to do what does he want to try and you know just kind of just let me be dominant. Let let me do me. Cause what I'm gonna do to you is not gonna hurt. It's not gonna be any type of pain in it or anything like that. It's gonna be pure pleasure, but just let me do me. Cause I feel like that's where I could be myself. I'm 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 my fullest person. It's like how I feel like how men express their love through sex. Mm-hmm. There's some women out here that do the same.
0: That's very true. I'm curious, like how does that conversation go? How do you ease your way into just from normal, you know, foreplay, kissing, and huggling, the the, the random stuff that we normally do into something like domination? How how does that be? how does that conversation go? Try test
1: its waters a little bit. Finger I like, in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I there's nothing wrong with a finger. If now. you like a
0: finger in your butt, you like a finger in yeah, your butt. You know.
1: I think nothing wrong with a finger in your ass. It's pleasure. But you know, there's nothing wrong with it. She just gotta know what she's doing when she does it, but it's kind of like you just want to just kind of talk to him. You might, but you don't want to just go straight for the finger and ass. You want to kind of, kind of, you know, ease him in a little bit, kind of see where his level of freakiness is, you know. So take baby, like take really tiny baby steps.
0: Baby steps. Yes. So you just kind of go around to the butt cheek first and see how he reacts to that. I'm just being stupid right now. <laughs> no. but, um, so how are you going to incorporate this this information that you want to get out? How are you going to incorporate that into your business?
1: So how I'm incorporating that is, of course, it's going to be fetish talks where I'm going to have people that's going to want to, you know, let me know, ask me questions. Where if they want to try something new on their lover or even on themselves, they can kind of, because some people are maybe afraid and they don't know how to ask or what to do. I kind of want to help them. Kind of want to guide them through it, and you know, with that, have a book. I mean, I have a couple of ideas for books. I don't want to put it all out there right now, Mm -hmm. you know. But I have a couple of ideas for books. Um, I'm already almost done with one. I'm working on the second part of the, you know, of the other book, and then of course I do want to write a book about my life and how I got from where I was to where I am
0: right now. Okay, so this is just like a random question. Being that you deal with sexuality and and helping people to try to understand that their desires are not weird, mm-hmm. how do you feel? Somebody because I had one particular listener that just mm-hmm. was on my back to talk about this topic over and over again. How do you feel about polygamy? Um, there's nothing wrong with it at all
1: also. Or uh, what
0: do they call it when it when the woman has two men? Is that polygyny? I think that's polygyny. Either both distance, sides of, yeah. of the of the spectrum.
1: Honestly, I don't see anything wrong with it. I feel like it. it already takes a village to raise a family, mm-hmm. and two heads or three heads is always better than one. Yeah. So if the man knows what he's doing to keep both women comfortable, and making her making both of them feel you know superior and giving them both love, and he's able to afford it, then I don't see anything wrong mm-hmm. because. You actually could eat like that. And yeah. Y'all, all yeah. three, of y'all could come up with a business. All three, of y'all could come up with some money. All three, of y'all could just be living good without any without any problems. Because you guys always have each other to fall back on, yeah. as opposed to doing it by yourself and you're struggling, you know. Or even doing it or just having just having one person, having one boyfriend or girlfriend. You know, if if it's more than one person, you can't lose with that. But you just have to be mature, and you have to just. Be knowledgeable about it. Not be selfish. It, it it takes a lot of, you know, what's the best word? It takes a lot of not gonna say courage, but you gotta be you gotta be aware Mm-mm. of yourself to be able to deal with two other you gotta, people. Yeah, you gotta be honest with yourself. Yeah.
0: Before you even get started, you have to be honest with yourself about whether or not that's something that you really could even to do. deal with. Yeah, you like know? you
1: can't be on no fuckboy shit. The females can't be on no jealousy type shit. Like you got to just know what it is and who you are, the person. And then everyone has to be comfortable with themselves and everyone has to self-reflect. And all those all those negative things traced about yourself that you have, you got to drop them off. Yeah, cause and everything that, that you didn't do in your prior bullshit relationships, you got to do differently in this new one because now this shit is type it's type serious. Yeah. Because if you fuck it up, Somebody
0: could get hurt real bad. Yes, I, I know. Actually, know a guy. I was telling the story on my show. Uh, if you haven't heard it yet, you need to go back and listen. But they, I know a guy who actually has two wives, and one is in the real estate, and the other one has some type of corporate job. I don't know. Mm. And then you know he has what he does, and they they basically like you were saying just have that one big melting pot mm. to where it's like we're gonna we're gonna all work together. To, to make this family successful right. all the kids are treated the same all the you know they they do joint events mm-hmm. but they don't live in the same house
1: wow well,
0: they have did that work? both both wives have their own house the her, yeah. the one who the first wife he lives with her and their kids mm-hmm. the second wife has her own house so it's kind of like a, okay. a visitation type thing certain dates time, i don't know how they work that it might out work. but at certain, you know, they have their intervals where he'll be over there or she'll come over to visit or they'll all go over to visit. But at the end of the day, they don't, it's not just like one big household. But the fact that one wife does real estate, both of them are successful and then he's doing what he's doing. They all, they're able to have that to where, you know, we got, they basically they got two houses. Yeah. You know, it's and it's all, they don't look at it as, that's her house. This is our house. It's like, these are our houses. These are our and houses. And when they yeah. do, you know, she, one of them has like a, a business. She does taxes and stuff mm-hmm. and has several other different like online things. So they look at it like, this is our, our business. They all work together. We're going to form this LLC and do this. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be working for him. I know it wouldn't work for everybody, but.
1: That actually sounds pretty cool because. I, sent, I, I there's a sense of freedom
0: mm-hmm. for
1: everybody. No one's not on top of each other all day where it can cause some argument. The other second wife, it gives her the freedom of kind of doing what she needs to do, but then it gives the other family their freedom. You know, they freedom too, they come together. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it, and it it could put in his mind too, where he's kind of mind-tricking himself to thinking that, like, I guess he's cheating, so to say, because he's going to someone else's House, mm-hmm. but there's no backlash or there's no pressure. There's nothing, you know. He he don't have to feel guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, he don't have to hide it. Yeah, it's like I'm going. But it under... kind of gives him like that that sense. Yeah. So everybody has like their own space. I think that that's 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 pretty dope. What
0: What do you think is the biggest misconception? Because everybody has their views and their prejudices. What do you think is the biggest misconception about a female that is? securing her sexuality and open and willing to express her sexuality.
1: That she's a hoe or some wild-ass freak bitch or something like that. Most likely a hoe, a thot, whatever word they want to use nowadays. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's because guys in our pridefulness, for some reason, when you do get with a a female, a woman that is, that like, just for lack of terms, just puts you on some wild shit. Mm Mm-hmm. You like where the hell did she learn that from? Right, and who else did she did do right. that with? You know, so now every time you're not around, you're thinking about. Right. really, you're you're, <laughs> you're 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 reliving that uh, the the enjoyment that you had in that moment, mm-hmm. and now your insecurity says, "Well, where the hell is she's at? Because she's probably doing that wild shit with somebody else right yeah. now." But that's not always the case, though. Right. So, how would you? What would be your advice to to women to make? their mates more comfortable with their with their sexuality they want to try you know whatever it may be toys domination mm-hmm. threesomes whatever it is they're into how well, how do you think you you go about making them more secure with with uh what you want to do
1: well for one that's a personal problem cuz it he has to be comfortable with himself true so oh we can't no vice versa we can't make the opposite the our partner feel secure about something that we tried on them they need to know trust has to be established in the very beginning anyway so just because she tried something new on him doesn't mean that she did it to somebody else yeah because there are things that i tried on a person that i was with that i've never done before to anybody mm-hmm. i could i either i saw it maybe on porn or i just thought about it or i read something in a book or It's just something that I just wanted to try. Like a lot of, you know, your mind is real powerful, so you can you can come up with a whole bunch of stuff that you want to do. So it's not necessarily that you really can't, you know. He just it it has to be established from the very beginning about trust. Can't change anybody's mind because you could tell them to your blue in the face and they probably still won't believe you anyway.
0: Okay, so starting uh, your business, I saw your video that you posted after you. start doing that, posting it on Instagram, that mm-hmm. you were setting it off, you you're going ahead and jump out there, and you were saying like you had some fears about doing it, Uh, uh why? I guess that's kind of the same question, but yeah. what, what made you so
1: fearful? Yeah. I've been holding on to this for so long, just, I've always wanted to I've just been, because of judgment, just of judgment, what people will say, if I'm going to fail, if I get lost in the process or just, you know, life, you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. Am I going to start this now? And then some? something crazy happens and now I can't do it. Now I got to put it off again or just just regular life stuff, you know? So that's why, you know, um, that morning I had got a text message from someone and they sent something to me that I appreciated, you know? I, I You know, shout out to my friends that text me or message me and they say positive things to me all the time. Like, I really be appreciating y'all. Because you're the ones who know, you know, you know, my everyday life, what I go through. But someone had texted me. It was a random, it was really a stranger who texted me and sent something to me and told me to make them proud. And mm. I appreciated that shit. And that just set off a light bulb in my mind. This is a whole stranger. Yeah. So, I thought to myself, well, what can I do that can make people just proud? And I was like, Bitch, put put your shit out there. Put it put, out
0: there. Put it out.
1: Fuck that. Just go ahead and just just do it. And I was on my break. And I, and I was like, I just started thinking about something. I just went ahead and said, fuck. I'm just gonna do it. Fuck it. I'm so, gonna go ahead and do it. Get it out there. Get it off my chest. And it felt like a weight had lifted off of me.
0: Yeah, because you've been wanting to do it for so yeah. long and then it's like that was that was kind of the same way I got into uh the podcasting. I had done all this research and trying to figure out what kind of equipment I need and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. And one day I ran across a video that was like, Oh, you could record a podcast straight from your phone. I'm right. like, What? I downloaded that app and it sat on my phone for the longest because I was, I was just too nervous about, okay, I, I get on here and I'm gonna start talking. Start and talking People go like, yeah. why the hell is he? Why the hell is he even on here? What? Yeah. Uh, over a year later, I'm, I'm still going. So, what advice to any people out there that are, are on the verge? They got an idea, but they're hesitant. What advice would you give them? Ooh, and I, I
1: don't know if I can even give this kind of advice. Cause sure, you can. I was, I was, I was I, I'm still, still scared. That's why. I was still that's why, That's why
0: you're the perfect person to give the advice because you're still scared, I'm but still you're scared. doing it. You're pushing forward.
1: You know, I, I have a fuck it lap a fuck it light that's what I call it it's in uh-huh. my head and mo- I've used it sometimes in bad times where if someone's pissing me off y'all know how I am and <laughs> I turn that fuck it light on either my mouth is reckless or I'm about to fuck some shit up I don't go fuck what it is but this time I decide to utilize my fuck it light for my business and just say fuck it so every time I wake up and I feel a little bit fair, I turn my fuck it light on just like fuck it Go ahead and post something. Go ahead and try to think of something. Even if it's not perfect. Even yeah. if it's not the right words. Even if you can't, your mind, your thoughts are everywhere. Just go ahead and just put it out there. As long as you put it out there, you can go back to it later. That's the best thing about it too. Even if you wrote it down. But I always say, writing it down. You can write it down, but that, mm-hmm. it, that book going to end up dusty somewhere. Yeah. So uh, what I do is instead of me writing down all the time, I'll just look for some kind of inspiration. I'll post it. My caption may not be perfect. I could go back to it later and adjust my caption, but I did it. I got it off. I got it off my chest. I, t- I took a baby step yeah. towards it, and that's, and every little baby step keeps building up to something. Even when it comes to my book, sometimes I don't feel like writing. I have I have my days where I don't want to do anything, but even if I wrote a sentence, that's still taking a baby step towards it being a finishing product. Yeah, and I do. And I do that, and I kind of just stay to myself when I do it I know I don't really talk much about things I like to do but like I kind of just have constant with myself so
0: yes uh, I use a, yeah, baby step. I use a dry erase board and mm-hmm. I have it on my refrigerator mm-hmm. and I write different things that I want to do different goals that I have like even if I want to interview a particular person I'll write that on the board right even if it's far-fetched you know somebody Kevin Hart I'll write interview Kevin Hart right but my point is with doing that is I have to look at it every day because one of the first places you go in the morning is is to your fridge so when I go to grab my juice or or to make a breakfast or whatever I'm making smoothie whatever Mm -hmm. I have to look at all the stuff that I said I was going to do and it's kind of like Putting that mirror up. It's like, okay, you the said you was going to do that going to
1: when I wake up at the bathroom?
0: Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't go to the kitchen first. Yeah, you got to go get that off of you. From, I go right to the bathroom the first. Watch the face with the teeth. So maybe the second place. Yeah, you okay. okay. Get, the be, kitchen be, the second place. Go to the kitchen, you know. But it's just that having to face on up to myself to what I said I was going to do. You said you was going to do this. Right. What's, what you waiting on, right? Right. So you got the business going. Uh, your book is on the way. You have any other uh, projects you're working on besides those two?
1: Yeah, I'm doing too much at one time, I believe. Um, I'm also a street A&R, but I've been, and I've been doing that for years since I came to Atlanta. So I do find talent, you know, if, you know, any producers out there, songwriters, singers, um, uh, rappers. It sure. really depends, you know, because they <laughs> come with drama. Yeah. But, you know, um, I've always been a lover of music, always loved music. Uh, I do dabble sometimes back into modeling just a little bit, you know, and acting just a little bit. Mm, I really don't want to do modeling anymore. I feel like I'm too old. Even though I don't look my age, I just feel super old. Hey,
0: you're not too old until people stop looking at you.
1: I'd rather do acting if I was going to do, you know, modeling. You know, I don't want to do modeling, but um, I do that. I'm also mobile notary public of
0: everything. Yeah, that's what's up. You gotta. Have, they say the uh, your average millionaire has like seven streams of income coming in. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of good to have different pots boiling at the same time, and instead of just trying to focus on this is
1: on um, one thing. Yeah, I am gonna start selling some um, some sex toys soon. Um, so we'll have that, that's coming soon. Just y'all gotta wait on it.
0: Are you gonna do like online or are you gonna have a physical store?
1: I wanna do online. Online, I rather do it online. I don't want to do anything with stores. Um, eventually, you know, if if this actually grows to something big, which I, it will, I'll get a store. That's what's up. Have a store here, L.A.
0: Now, you um, you caught my interest with something you said—a street A and R. What is what does a street A and R do?
1: Well, the music industry has has changed now. So how it used to be back in the day when they actually had like an A and R to something, mm-hmm. you know, it they don't do that like that anymore. It's mainly the a and They're more like freelancer. So you're able to just go to record labor that, that you have connections with where you can plug people in. Okay. You know, that type of thing.
0: Well, I appreciate you taking the time out to talk to me, to come to the show. Uh, tell the people where they can find you on your, uh, your social medias and stuff. They want to check you out.
1: You can find me at fetish LLC on Instagram. Um, and, of course, on Facebook, you just like my page, Fetish LLC. Find me on there. My personal page is um, at Latica Bonita CT, and it's on Instagram as well. But um, my connections are both on there, so you'll be able to find me there. All right. Fetish LLC.
0: So, everybody, as always, I tell y'all, take this information and do with it, whatever you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today, because either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank each yes. and every last one of y'all that tuned in. I to like the that the DI thoughts by the DI the podcast and we out of here peace